Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. Yes, and welcome, everyone. We are so happy to have you join us. And I also want to say thank you to the awesome Marcy Welch for announcing us each week. Yes, uh, thank you, Marcy. Uh, Karen and I are hoping that all these broadcasts are helping you, and that we're hoping that you, if you know somebody mm-hmm. that needs this information, that you're sharing it with yes. them. Yes. And that uh, you'll go to our website and... Uh, Leave us messages if you have something that you want to talk about. Uh, I know we say a lot, so if you think that we can help you, please give us or a call. if you want us to repeat anything, we'd be happy to do that as well. Just know that our purpose here is to help you at, to succeed, get you in the best shape possible for your longevity. Um, again, today's show is uh, Karen going to be interviewing a couple of her clients uh, Carolyn and her daughter, Adrian, and uh, we'd just like for you to listen and and see what they've been doing to uh, enhance their life and their longevity, uh, their diet program, their uh, exercise program, uh, things that they saw and that they wanted to do to improve their self. Here's Karen and uh, Carolyn and Adrian. And I'm here today with the wonderful woman of God, Miss Carolyn Bradshaw. Aww. And her daughter, Adrienne, is with us as well. But she is here today because I have some questions I'd like to ask her. And I think that she'll have some valuable information that um, everyone can benefit from. And how are you today, Carolyn? I'm good, Karen. Thank you. Thank good. you for having me. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for coming. So, um, I wanted to start out with some basic questions like, um, how old are you? So, I am 57. Awesome. Years young. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And do um, you work out? I do. I try to live a very active lifestyle. Okay. Um, what is your occupation? So, I am a salon owner. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah, and hairstylist. Okay. And All right. uh, so I'm pretty busy. So you're a working person. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, married. you're not at home mom mm-hmm. type of person, right. right? Okay. And you're married with grown children. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how would you, how did you start out? Have you always worked out your whole life? Did you do things when you were younger in school? Yeah. So I've always been active. Um, I grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. So from a young child, we played a lot outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, into high school, I played sports, okay. basketball. I did, you know, several different physical activities in school. Okay. Um, did a little basketball playing in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I started having children, you know how you kind of things 
take precedence in your life right. your children becomes the focus right um but i've always done something i would mm-hmm. make the time my husband and i to do some type of walking in the evening yeah uh take the kids to the park okay all um, right but i believe i joined a gym right around the age of 30. Around 30. Okay, 30 so your so. kids were still basically, so they were still basically young. young. So so what did you do with your children? I mean, what would you say to people who have children and say, oh, I can't go to the gym or whatever? I would say that you, that you can make time. Um, even if you don't go to a gym, mm-hmm. you can make time for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids would go to school during the day when they were old enough to go to school. Um, and I remember one time my husband was working this second shift job. So mm-hmm. he would be home when the kids got in from school mm-hmm. and I'll be coming home like maybe an hour after that. So yeah. I would get the kids settled, yeah. get their, their dinner, right. help them with homework. Right. And sometimes Karen, I couldn't work out until 9 30, mm-hmm. 10 PM after they had been put in bed. Okay. I would wow. make that time for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was important to me. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I cared about how I I I felt and how I looked. So yeah. I yeah. made that time. Okay. Well, that's good. And it's and you mentioned your husband would step in and and mm-hmm. um help out as well. So um, and that's really important to have a a spouse. Mm-hmm or family member Very who supportive. is supportive, mm-hmm. right? And what not just what you're trying to do, but obviously he as well, because you said you both go walking Absolutely. and stuff like that at yeah. the same time. Right. Yeah. How often would you say you work out a week? So I work out at least five, sometimes six days a week. Okay. Um, right. Some days I go for a good hour, mm-hmm. hour, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. days I work out 30 minutes. Yeah. It yeah. all depends on how vigorous my workout was the day before. Okay. So, All right. you know, again, I tell people you don't have to kill yourself. Right. And do an hour, two hours every day. Right. Right. Take 15 minutes mm-hmm. in the morning. Right. 15 minutes, go for a brisk walk or do something. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Um, so now do you just um, walk or do cardio? Do you, or what else do you well, do? Yeah, I do cardio. I love walking. Mm-hmm. I go out to the park yeah. every chance I get. Yeah. The weather is nice, but I do weight bearing exercises. Okay. You know, I train with you, right, so right, of course right. I lift heavy weights. Yeah, some yeah. days, uh, sometimes two days a week mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then on my own, I do my mm-hmm. own weight bearing exercises. As okay, well. all right. So I do both. Now, did you do weights when you were younger as well? I didn't do weights. Okay, and so the funniest thing, um, I know when my daughter and my son played sports, especially in college. They had a weight room. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember a female basketball team in school having a weight room. Yeah. In college yeah. we did. Yeah. But we didn't really do a lot of weight training. So that's funny. Like now you're older in your 50s and here you are lifting weights when most people start out when they're younger. Absolutely. So how do, how do you think your body, how do you feel about your body now versus back then? You know, when you're younger, you have better or stronger bone density. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Did we really need to lift weights back mm-hmm. then? Probably yeah. not so much right. in our late teens and early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. But as we get older, especially women, mm-hmm. we lose bone density. Right. right. Um, and the bone, it's a, of course, it's a living organism. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can strengthen it yeah. or it yeah. can become weak. Yeah. So I think, of Good course, point. we didn't need to lift weights as much back then. But yeah. now I think mm-hmm. it's very important. Yeah. It helps me to feel stronger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of course, it helps me to look stronger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, walk 
better right. better right. um I think it's essential yeah. that women lift heavyweight. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. And um that's a very important point that you made that um a lot of women um, when they get older, you hear stories about people falling and they're they're breaking their Absolutely. hips or yeah. you know or or something else, some other kind of bone mm-hmm. because of how weak they've gotten over Absolutely. the years. And you do lose about um, maybe about ten percent, five to ten percent over you know every ten mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So you want to even you don't have to really lift heavy, mm-hmm. but you just want to be consistent in lifting something. Um, you know maybe a couple of days a week, yeah. right? Just for daily mobility mm-hmm. and, and simple things like walking up the stairs with some groceries, you know, carrying the laundry to the laundry Correct. room. Every those day. are the, those are things that you don't really think about, but it does take a lot of muscle to do some of those just daily activities. You got that right, Karen. Sometimes yeah. taking the groceries out of the car uh-huh. and so forth. Yeah. You have to be mindful. Right. You you need that strength. Right. You need right. those muscles. So, right. Yeah, I feel great. I Good. really do. Good. Um. So. Now that you are older and you're not active in school and sports and things like that, what motivates you to work out on a daily basis? Like, what keeps you motivated? First of all, I feel better. Mm-hmm. I have a clearer mind Okay. when I work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a little vain, too, I think. Uh, and I think vanity can be a good thing. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I like to look good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's important to me. Yeah. And when my husband said, oh, you look good in that or that bathing suit looks great on yeah. you. You know, it right. really makes me feel yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And you feel good about yourself and it helps your yes. self-esteem. My self-esteem. You know? Exactly. Totally. Exactly. And that is important. Yeah. That is important because a lot of people fall into depression when they're out of shape, overweight. You go into your closet, you can't find anything to wear. You you dread going to the store because you might have to buy the next size mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, you know, combined can, you know, work with your mind yes, and, um, you know, it, um, it affects your stability mentally. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do fall into depression because of that. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that if you just would work out and mm-hmm. change the way you eat, mm-hmm. food is going to feed the mind and you know you begin to lose weight and start to feel a little better about yourself and have self-esteem and like you said when people tell you that you look good um that is a self-esteem booster even if you didn't plan it you just put on a decent outfit and you walked out the door and someone said wow you look really nice today that's like um it gives you a little more Mm self-confidence and you know it makes you also want to continue doing what you're doing as well all right. Oh, um, and I just can't afford to constantly buy new clothes either. So I, <laughs> I try to maintain. Yeah, yeah. My weight. Right. Manage my weight so that right. I don't have to go spend extra money in buying clothes, and I could take that extra money and invest in a, my personal trainer. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Invest. I in, thank you for that. You know, <laughs> I know, right? And good quality of food. Yeah. That makes yeah. you know that's very important. Right. Eating. And I'm glad you said that because that's something else I want to talk to you about as well. Um, Because now you pretty much eat clean, I would say. Would you agree? Yeah, I do, yeah. but I okay. fall off the wagon sometimes. Well, but yeah, it's okay. We all do. We all 80% do. Eighty percent of the time. Yeah, I do yeah. make. Um, I, I'm mindful. So, um, do you feel that you'd be in as good a shape as you are 
if you were just working out and not eating clean? Probably not. Okay. Probably not. Because <clears throat> thinking back, I could remember when I was working out during my early 30s, mm-hmm. still cooking mac and cheese yeah. on Sundays, yeah. uh, barbecue ribs and uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, but, and I would still wear a size 10, 8, and I've never been able to win. I knew I was working out, but yet I was still eating all the bad stuff. Right, that right. I, you know, being that I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. Right. Outwork your diet. Right. Right, because you can never right. outwork your diet. Yeah. So once I changed my diet mm-hmm. later on in life, mm-hmm. I my body actually changed. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can really see the change yeah. and feel the yeah. change. So now we also have Adrian here, as I said earlier, who's Carolyn's daughter. So Carolyn, let me ask, ask, just ask you this. Do you feel that your habits and your husband have um, right. uh, transferred over to your children? Do you feel that, because I know your children are active as well. Do you right. feel that they kind of took your example and just went on yeah, with yeah, it? Yeah, I, I believe that. I, I really believe that that happens when parents set um, the goal mm-hmm. in the house, yeah. um, the atmosphere yeah. or whatever it is. They, the children will follow. Right. So right. when we would go for a walk in the park, yeah. we'd take them with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we'd go wherever. So with them seeing us working out and then they started sports, it just never stopped. Okay. And I do All believe right. it crossed over. Okay. Um, All right. And Adrian and my son, I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're both pretty active today. Yeah. Well, I played sports from the time I was 12 until I was 22 in college. Um, so, you know, during that time, my parents really instilled healthy eating in the household and hard work uh, athletically. And so I think all of that carries on into your adult years. And then in college, of course, you go through those years where you're eating a lot of pizza and ice cream and everything's fried and you're just sort of living it up because you think you can. Um, I was probably 25 pounds heavier at 22 than I am now at 30, you know, and that is a huge change. Uh, for a young person. So I went from a size 12 when I was playing basketball in college. I was strong, but I had a lot of unnecessary weight. I didn't need all that weight to be a good athlete. I didn't need all that weight to be a functional human being. Mm -hmm. And so when I turned 22, 23, and I graduated, all of those things that I learned from being a child and a a young adult, my parents instilled in me, which is hard work and challenging yourself, I decided I wanted to challenge myself again, make a lifestyle change and shed that excess weight that I didn't need to function every day in life. So uh, I became a vegetarian. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you feel at the time, if you can recall, when you were younger and say your parents had you eating, let's say, three meals, three square meals a day, you weren't going to McDonald's like probably all your other peers were going how did you feel at that time um so i did go to mcdonald's and i Mm -hmm. went to burger king and we had pizza hut fridays Uh we we did all the fun stuff when i was a kid and i think that you should to a certain extent right but they limited the amount of food that i ate so it's okay to go to pizza hut and have two slices of pizza instead of an entire pizza instead of a whole pie okay (laughs) awesome awesome well i'm glad to hear that and um that does make a big difference um, children, regardless of what you tell them, will always remember the things that they see and they value the things that they see. And like Adrian said, 
when you are younger, you do things a certain way and you may veer off um, the road and, um, you know, do things a little differently. But then once reality hits, you come back to you always go back to your roots, basically, is what she's saying. We were raised right. We were raised not to overeat and not to overindulge. And that's important because a lot of people figure, you know, either I'm going to eat this or I'm just not going to eat it. Mm-hmm. But really, it's all about moderation. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that we can have, but you just have to do it in moderation. And too much of it is going to break down, tear down your body. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, absolutely. Everything in moderation. However, uh-huh. as we get older, we have to make a change. Right. We have to get knowledge on the fact that we cannot treat our bodies in our 50s right. like we did when we were in our 20s. Right. You know, first yeah. of all, it's not good for our health. Right. Um, we gain weight more easily right. as women. Right. Um, we have things going on right uh like menopause right right for a lot of women right. my age right. so we have to get that knowledge and apply that knowledge and not only that but we have to honor god with our bodies because Amen. our bodies are not our Amen. own so that's really number one that we have to live for him and live for his glory so that you know we have to do the right thing so that he can get the glory and i'm glad you said that karen because I hear it all the time, people saying, my body is the temple right. of God. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, you're not acting like it. I don't see you it. You know, um, if you really believe that. I mean, because yeah. a lot of times we put things out there. We say a lot of right. things. Right. But do we really believe what we're saying? Right. And see, unlike an alcoholic or maybe a drug addict, uh, a drug addicted person, when you have someone who is overeating, it is visually obvious you know it's not somebody who drinks alcohol you may smell it on their breath or you may not but you can't really look at that person a lot of times and tell that person is an alcoholic but if you see someone who's 30 40 60 pounds overweight that person um unless you have a serious thyroid problem which is only about one percent of the nation Mm -hmm. most people blame their thyroids uh, they're overweight for thyroid problems, and it really boils down to what they're eating. Absolutely. But that is something that can be corrected. And also, I know that when you put yourself in a health risk situation, mm-hmm. you're not only hurting yourself, but you're hurting your loved ones. That's right. Now you've got family members that's going to probably have to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what it all boils down to me is I love my husband. Mm-hmm. He loves me, my children. We're going to take care of each other. Right. And it starts right. with knowledge and following through. And don't and you liken it to your spiritual journey? Like once you're a born-again Christian or once you recommit your life to Christ or commit your life to Christ, you feel convicted when you go out and you sin and you do things that you shouldn't do. And it's the same Absolutely. thing in your fitness journey. Once you commit to a program and you commit to a personal trainer like a Karen Roberts or to any fitness program that's going to be helpful for you once you go out and eat that slice of cake and that slice of pizza and you keep making those bad decisions you're going to feel bad and you also become more in tune especially I think women as we get older I'm only 30 but I can feel everything now if I have too much sugar I wake up the next day with uh a, a glaring headache. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I have too much salt, I can see the puffiness in my hands and yeah. my face the next morning. Yeah. So you yeah. just become more in tune with yeah. your body. And we at Christ, as Christians tend to, we feel 
confident that we can pray everything away. But God is only going to take care of the things that we cannot do. So if you are eating bad foods, you're hurting yourself, then that's not God doing that. That's you doing that to yourself. And he has no option but to allow whatever happens to your body physically to happen because you're the one making the bad choices. And you're right, Karen, because, you know, so many times you're right. Mm -hmm. People think they can pray things away. Well, the word of God doesn't say that uh, we perish for a lack of praying, not praying. He says we perished because of a lack of knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Karen, I just think that was very good information because Adrian and her mother, both Carolyn, they brought up good points mm-hmm. that exercise should be a family um, thing too. That, right. That both people should be encouraged, uh, the child and the parent, the father. Uh, Carolyn said that she bought, she thought about her health as well as her husband's health because mm-hmm. they love each other and they want to be together for a long time. Right. And that uh, is good information for anybody that when you think of your family is you shouldn't be just thinking about just the one person you're not both individuals once you become married we're both a family and you both should be thinking about i don't want you to have to be worried about me and i don't want to have to be worried about you right so right. health is something that we all need to think about and we need to think about i, I noticed that they talked about um that when they thought about what they ate, they did it in moderation. I mean, they could mm-hmm. they ate a little bit of everything, and mm-hmm. everybody should be able to eat something in moderation. Right. But they shouldn't make it so to the point they were their addicts over the food. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, there was a time when sugary drinks, for example, would be a treat once in a while. But now most people drink those foods, those liquids, every day. Yeah, you were right that uh, parents need to be very uh, cautious about giving their children sugary sodas, uh, fruit juices, cereals. Uh, Start the morning off for the child with something nutritious because a lot of the problem is not even that people don't get enough food, it's that they don't get enough nutrition and the, the nutritional value of the food that they have eaten has no value at all. Right, because a lot of people think, well, I'm hungry, so I need to eat. And then once those hunger pains are gone, you're thinking that you did something good for your body, when really, when you're hungry, your body is at that point telling you, I need something nutritious to eat. Exactly. Not, I just need to put something in my mouth to get rid of these hunger pains, because you're doing your body absolutely no good if you're just eating some arbitrary food that's not going to give you any nutritional value. Exactly, because even if you eat and you don't eat the right things and you didn't get the right nutrition, then you're going to be hungry later on because you didn't. your body is not satisfied because your body is not uh, had the right proper nutrition. Your mental capacity is diminished. You're lethargic. You're not functioning well, and right. especially with children. Right. Well, see, and your body is still looking for those nutrients because, okay, so if you ate something that is not, doesn't have any nutritional value, and let's say you're missing vitamin E or vitamin D, well, guess what? 
if you ate something that didn't have those vitamins, your body is still going to be requiring that nutrition. Right. And, and that's, and the thing about it is, is the, it overloads your, your liver function because uh, a lot of people thinking that, well, I have a problem, but it's because of the nutritional value that you did not get. Right. In fact, just last week, I had a, uh, a, I was speaking to this lady and she told me that she was on all of these vitamins that her doctor gave her, C, D, E. She was just not getting enough vitamins in almost every area. And I asked her one simple question. I said, are you eating vegetables, especially green leafy vegetables? And her response was, she puts a few in her smoothie. Well, Really, I told her basically all you did was just add a little food coloring to your smoothie because you need to have a substantial amount of vegetables in order to get your nutritional value. And I'm not saying you have to eat a whole bag of vegetables, but you need to eat, if you're going to get a scoop of, of uh, let's say, uh, sweet potatoes, you need at least a scoop or two of vegetables as well. Green leafy, kale, bok choy, spinach, uh, collard greens, something, and, and, and there's so many different colors in foods, so many different colors in veg, uh, fruits and vegetables. You know, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, they, they want to go on this diet and that diet, but actually the best diet is to get the right uh, plant foods into your diet. Uh, I heard Adrian say that she has decided to be a vegetarian, mm -hmm. but I also have been talking to some people that are vegetarians, and they're thinking because of the fact that I, I eat something that is not meat, that they're vegetarian or vegan. And really, there's some, some well, of Or that are, they're healthy, yeah, they're, really. Yeah, and like I said, that's not healthy. To get something off the shelf that is not uh, whole foods, product. whole oh. foods, you need whole foods. Even if you eat meat, eat something that you cooked. And, and look, make the meat the small part of the meal. Eat more vegetables because that's what helps your body digest food. The fiber in the vegetables, those are the things that make your body move and get dispel waste. Right, right. And one thing that uh, Carolyn, and Carolyn was saying is that, um, you know, her and her husband, they, you know, from early on realized that they need to be healthy. They need to be available for their kids and they want to be set a good example for their kids so they you know they constantly worked out and they didn't want to be a burden not just to each other but to their children they they want to grow old and if they have grandkids they want to assume that grandparent role not uh be in an invalid position where their children have to take care of them because of something that they did to their own bodies exactly because you know the whole thing about it is, is you need to constantly think about what you put in your mouth and to see, make sure that what you put it in your, in, in, into your system is something that's been a benefit to you. Because if you overstimulate your liver, your kidneys, and your pancreas, which a lot of people have done, and the reason why obesity is so prevalent today is because they're overloading their system. A lot of people don't eat a lot of food. They just eat the wrong foods which has caused them to be fat, right. which has caused them to be sick, right. which has caused them to go to the doctor, right. which has caused them to spend money, which yeah. has caused them to be broke. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But when, yet they say they don't have money enough money to eat clean, how expensive it is to eat clean. But you have to, once you take out 
or factor out all the money you're spending on medication, going back and forth to the doctor, you'll find you have a lot more money left over than what you originally thought. Yeah, and the fact that you are eating nutritious, that you won't need the doctor quite right. as much. Right. And your lifestyle, what we're talking about is lifestyle changes, things that can make your life better and right. make you live a long and productive healthy life where you, you won't be a burden on your children and your children will be able to come to you for advice. You can enjoy your retirement, you can enjoy your finances, you can enjoy your health and be there for your grandkids, your children. This has uh, been Living Fit. We want to thank you for listening. We have a new intro and outro, uh, Carlton Jones. We'd just like to thank Carlton. His song is Inside of Me. And uh, you can, if you like the music, you can pick it up on digital media. And uh, we just want to be thanking him so much. Uh, keep living fit. Keep doing what matters. And we'll be praying for you. And praying for your health. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or a fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.